What? What's up? What's good? Okay. I was just... Well, the waveforms there are really evenly spaced. Um, wow. So my rhythm On is super good. Hi! Welcome to Please Consume Responsibly, the media's consumption show. Where we talk about the media that we've consumed responsibly maybe every other week here <laughs> come i am on. come on okay come on. that's not my fault <laughs> what <laughs> yes it is welcome please consume responsibly the podcast oh we're gonna do it you again do, yes we gotta get this welcome right. to please consume responsibly the media consumption show where we talk about the media that we've consumed responsibly maybe i'm tara no over the last week what? it's not over the last week anymore yes. though okay now it's every other week but that was the that doesn't roll off the tongue we can't have our intro just be trying to get through the intro well whose fault is that <laughs> honestly i i don't know all right what's good fam um, yeah it's been two we, weeks uh, another eventful two weeks so much stuff has happened within the last three days if i'm being oh, completely honest sure. with you um my chemical romance is back oh sure being the main thing <laughs> yeah that's really just taken over our yeah, lives here it right? really has yeah um <laughs> what? Bo- bojack horseman is over another thing that really oh, affects our lives finished for good it's finished for good this uh, is all just like breaking news to me. Uh, the good place is over. Oh yeah, that one. That was a, a rough one. Yeah, everything seems to be dying off. And well, no, I mean it, it was great. Yet we're um, still here. A bunch of video games got delayed. Oh. Um, to make room for Animal Crossing next month because we're in February now. Um, yes. <gasps> today's February. <laughs> today's Happy February. February. Happy February. Yeah. Um, yeah. So. John Mayer's birthday. Yeah, what you what you been up to? Anything? I actually don't know what his birthday is. It just feels like it's February. So what you been up to? Anything? Um, <laughs> um, what have I been up to? I don't know. What did we do? You went to a baby shower. Went to a baby shower. Went to Philadelphia. Went to Philadelphia. That was last week. Yeah, um, that was like pretty much like the th- the eventful stuff that I sure. did. Um, I've been watching. Like a whole lot. We've been consuming a whole lot. Oh, we watched it premiered and we watched all of Shrill. Yeah. Season two. Finished Shrill season two. Yeah. We talked about that in our first season. Yeah. And um, it's just it's as good as the first season. Yeah, it's, it's really not good. better. Yeah, it's great. You know? Um we also watched I don't know if this is your thing, maybe. It's not The Outsider. Oh, The Outsider, yeah. So that's with Jason New show Bateman. On HBO, Jason Bateman, and... It's written by Stephen King, correct? <sighs> it's, based it's based on the Stephen off. King story. Yo, it's tight. Like, it is so good. I didn't think I was going to like it as much, but it's such a slow burn of, like, learning about the world that they're in. Yes. It's just, like, it's so good. Yeah. We watched it back to back to back. Usually when we're at AJ's parents' house, we watch Below Deck, um, but this time we watched actually good TV. Yeah. So it was yeah. a nice refresh. Yeah. <laughs> Ben Mendelsohn is the is the detective in it. Got it. I couldn't think of his name, so I had to Google it. Um, got it, got it, got it. Yeah, that's a really great show. Really uh, horrific, honestly. Yes. Um, extremely yes. graphic. Not showing stuff happening, but showing the results of things that have happened. Yeah. Right? Like, anyway, yeah. moving on. Uh, yeah, that's all pretty much I did. Nothing, like, really too exciting. <laughs> yeah, nothing nothing super crazy. It's yeah. just, you know, it's the beginning of the month, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Or beginning of the year, rather. Yeah. I mean, I guess now it is the beginning of the month. Uh, wow. Anyway, we're spiraling we out of control. How are you doing? <laughs> I'm good. I'm good. Um, you know, watching stuff, listening to stuff. A lot of new music coming out. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, Megan Trainer's new album. Megan Trainer's new album. Yeah. 
uh, new Trico album, uh, three or four piece uh, female punk group from Japan. Okay. Extremely good. Uh, new Diet Sig single. That that song is very good. I've never been to Ujaver. Uh, so. Song's called Night Terrors by Diet Sig. Yeah, it's it's based on her night terrors. So we finished the circle. Were we talking about the circle last time? We no, we were. Oh we we started the circle after. <laughs> last, <laughs> it's this been news. literally a lifetime since we recorded last. The circle was great. God, yeah, we watched all of the circle on Netflix. It's a wild reality show yeah. uh, and not wild where like crazy stuff is happening. Just wild as in a, a conceptually. Yeah. Um, it's not like anything, any other reality show I've ever seen. Yeah. It is, and it is based off of a, a UK reality show. Yeah. It's so. kind of like what happened with The Office. Yeah. It's so just like kind of heartwarming, like yeah. unexpectedly. It's yeah. just so good. You should watch it if you have some free time. Like it's not something that's like very important to watch right, yeah. <laughs> well, i don't know yeah. like it's got cute themes and mm-hmm. it's very nice and yeah there's nothing like it's not like uh like big brother or something where it's just like all these people are at 11 all the time yeah um you know some people i guess are kind of turned up because of the cameras and stuff but that's just because joey is joey you know yeah he's just Spoiler. A, he's just a he's just a, a sassy italian man yeah anyway. uh, italian american gentleman uh that's so what we, that's what we did that's what we've been doing yeah those are our our little tertiary yeah things so uh you want to get into it yep <gasps> okay aj what's your main dish my main dish this week is dan deacon's mystic familiar it oh, came out yesterday yeah. and i've listened to it five times really <laughs> yeah holy cow uh, i listened to it a lot at work uh for those of you who couldn't hear me just screaming dan deacon's album mystic familiar yeah uh, Dan Deacon is a Baltimore-based, Baltimore-Maryland-based producer. Well, East Coast, dude. Uh, and artist, yeah. Uh, proudly par- proudly a uh, Baltimore Ravens fan. Mm, okay. um, yeah, he's a he's a electronic. Not in the Super Bowl. Not in the Super Bowl. No. I know that. Yeah, Super Bowl Sunday is tomorrow. Happy Sunday. I found out who was in the Super Bowl last week. Cool. I found out uh, this morning when you told me. Cool. So, <laughs> Love it. Uh, actually, I saw a TikTok that had the, the, the Chiefs logo in it. <laughs> So I knew that she. I did. I saw that too. The guy yeah. blowing on the screen. Right? Yeah, yeah. No, it was his nose. Oh. Use your nose to draw. Anyway, uh, <laughs> um, he. Uh, so Dan Deacon started making music in 2007 with his debut album Spider-Man of the Rings. Uh, it's just a weird electronic album. Uh, a lot of interesting sounds. Very signature Dan Deacon sounds. Uh, if you listen to a lot of his stuff, Spider-Man of the Rings is very clearly a Dan Deacon album. Is it about Spider-Man? No, <laughs> it's just it's just a it's just a weird electronic. It's got a song called a uh, Woody Woodpecker, and I uh, they have there's like four or five O's in each of those. All right, uh, and it uses Woody Woodpecker's ha 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 as like the main sample. I love that, uh, and that's like what keeps the beat in the background. Wow, it's very cool. Um, so he does stuff like that, uh, and then he uh, he released Bromst. Uh, in 2009, which is one of my favorite albums. I think that's the one I've heard the most. Yeah, I've, I've listened to that a few times yeah. with you, like in the car and stuff. Uh, I think that is my favorite album of his and uh, one of my favorite albums ever. Mm. Um, he starts mixing in some more uh, organic sounds, um, like uh, vibraphone and piano, and uh, it's not just all electronic noises, mm. uh, which is fun. Acoustic. Uh, slightly more acoustic, yeah. There's a yeah. really interesting uh, Pitchfork video 
uh, like mini documentary about the making of Brahms. He like mm-hmm. went out to this studio in the middle of nowhere, like Minnesota or whatever. And it's basically just like a modified cabin. Ooh. Uh, and it's it's so it's like made to record music in. That's so cool. Uh, and it's so, so cool. Uh, I highly recommend that video. I'll link that in the description because it's it's definitely worth a watch. Uh, then he released America in 2012, mm-hmm. uh, which is a, a shorter one. Uh, only nine songs. His his album, his other albums were like eleven, twelve. Much more interesting sounds. He's he, he you know he he is becoming more of a mature man in his his mature, uh, <laughs> mature uh, <laughs> as he approaches his early thirties. Um, there's and that's where he kind of first dips his toes into like orchestral arrangement mm-hmm. uh, with the USA Suite at the end of it. It's a four part a four movement suite. Uh, USA is a monster they all start with usa so it's usa is a monster the great american desert rail and manifest uh and that's really really great there is a video for this this suite uh that aired on uh adult swim in 2012 uh, I'll link that in the description also because that's a very fun video okay. uh, and it's, it, you know, gets you through all the movements. Yeah. Oh, it's really, really good. And then in 2015, he released Gliss Riffer, uh, another shorter one, uh, only eight songs, um, kind of getting a little more electronic-y again. I don't know. It's it's kind of a return to Spider-Man of the Rings in a way. Mm-hmm. Um But you can tell that he is more mature. And then he took a five-year break. Wow. Uh, making music for himself. He, he made a couple of film scores. He made a, a, a score for Rat Film, which is a documentary yes. ra- about rats, I think. This is my favorite um, yeah. little dandy And there was a little, there's a little video uh, talking about how he made it. And part of his method was to he made like this triangular prism kind of thing. And he put some rats in it. Um, like actual rats. Like actual real rats. And then the, the base... Or I think on each corner was like uh, like a a, a, ter- a theremin kind of thing where it would like measure the distance between stuff and like right. make a tone based on that. Uh, so cool. So, so every he, time the rat would touch something, it would make. Yeah, a sound. every time the rat would move, it would just like change the tone and stuff. And I think the floor also had sensors in it, mm-hmm. so it would. It, yeah, you could it, see the so, little feet running around. Yeah, it was uh, so and cute. so that's kind of how that was his method behind uh, rat film. And then he did the score for a bike documentary called Time Trial, which I don't know if there's any interesting story behind that, but it's about bikes, so that's fun. And then finally, uh, the end of last year, we got a single uh, called Sat by a Tree, which was revealed that uh, it's the first single off of his new album coming at the end of January, called Mystic Familiar, and here it is. Um, Wow, I didn't know he took such a long hiatus. Yeah, I didn't realize it either. I was just thinking about it yesterday. I was like, oh man, I love Dan Deacon. And I was like, wait, this, this came out when I was still doing like one of my original radio shows yeah wow yeah uh in college um so 2015 was his last album before this one uh and then this one came out yesterday and and the singles he released two singles and it was become a mountain and sat by a tree which are the first and third track on the album so i kind of knew usually are yeah yeah uh so i sat by a tree is very dandy and and you Mm -hmm. can you can tell right away it's like oh this like sounds you can reference back to every other album be like oh this is Dan Deacon I, I, I know that for a fact 
Yeah. That's why I think, I think I heard it. Mm-hmm. I think you played it, and I thought that it was from a older album. Yeah. I thought, like, I heard it. I was like, oh, this is probably from that Dan Deacon <laughs> album he always puts on. Yeah. No, it's it, it was a it was a new one. Yeah. I was wow. surprised when you were like, oh, I got a Dan Deacon uh, <laughs> thing in the mail. I was like, oh. He's yeah. making new music. I thought it was just like his old stuff. But like um, not to say it wasn't like good or fresh. Like, yeah, no. Yeah, yeah, like definitely. Him. And and yeah. he he kind of uh there was a billboard article where they talked to him about uh making this album and stuff and and he talks about releasing Sat by a Tree as his first single because he wanted it he wanted old Dan Deacon fans to be like, Oh, this is still the same Dan Deacon five years ago. Um, but maybe, you know, they'll hear something different in the sound. Uh, and then Become a Mountain was the second single. And it is, I don't know if it's the very first, but I'm pretty sure it is the very first song mm-hmm. to have his unfiltered vocal. Ooh, really? Um, no, no effects, no anything. It's got maybe some, uh, uh, doubling on it, but it's just him really singing more it. than once. Yeah. Um, well maybe we could play that right now. Yeah. Uh, so here is Become a Mountain. Just a little clip from the very beginning of it. It's it's an unfiltered piano and his unfiltered voice. So that's, it sounds like him, but it also sounds like the Talking Heads a little bit. Yeah. Oh, I like didn't I think heard about it, that. Like, yeah, it sounds like this sounds like David Byrne. Like yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, it sounds very much oh, like David Byrne. Oh, that's very interesting. I like it a lot, though. Yeah, uh, he said in the Billboard article that he like could swear that he had done that, like an unfiltered voice on the last album, and <laughs> he said his friends were like, "You definitely haven't." <laughs> he's like, <laughs> "He's like, I could have sworn I did it." Wow. Um. So the concept of the mystic familiar mm-hmm. uh, is like like a witch or a warlock has like a some sort of beast that is like their quote unquote familiar, mm-hmm. which is just like some companion they have that will like talk to them and tell them things. Uh, and so throughout the album, that's kind of his concept is that he is, is talking about his feelings and, and what he's feeling. And, and he, there's a lot of changes going on in his life uh, in the last five years. He's got a really long-term relationship. He's um, done a lot more creatively, uh, musically, artistically um, than he had before that. Uh, before this album and or before his last album rather and so the idea of him talking to talking about himself and then talking to this mystic familiar and like hearing what they think about him and Mm -hmm. stuff and he's uh, a lot of the time on the album quote unquote his lines uh, his his voice isn't processed uh, and when the mystic familiar talks it's instead of saying I it's saying like you and and we and stuff Mm. Um, and it's that is most of the time that's the processed voice is the um familiar wow that's very interesting yeah right it's cool yeah uh, i love an album with a concept i really didn't think i don't know why i didn't assume that it was that deep <laughs> i thought it was just like a yeah. song <laughs> yeah he's a pretty deep dude and as, wow. he, as he approaches uh later in his life he's 38 now i think wow uh not later in his life but as mm-hmm. he's getting older you know stuff is changing and he's he's realizing that and he's realizing that he can't be the same artist that he set out to be in 2007, right? Um, you know, in the same way. And he says in the Billboard article, uh, this is a quote, 
For all the newness, the album is not without the occasional neon brushstroke of uh, his debut album, 2007, Spider-Man of the Rings. Uh, he says, I agree that there's a through line and I like people uh, being able to tell that it's the same person, but tell that there's growth to it. Uh, he looks back fondly on his older material, but he doesn't, quote, want to be making the primary colored pop candy music I was making in 2007. I like that record. I'm really happy I made it. If I had made anything else at the time, it would have been inauthentic. But if I tried to make that record now, it would be inauthentic. It's not that I'm not that person anymore. So I, I don't know, it's just really interesting uh, album concept and an album about, about growth and, and, you know, all this stuff. And you can hear it if you if you go back and listen to all of his other albums. I really recommend you to do that. Yeah, uh, maybe not Spider-Man of the Rings. It's a little inaccessible just because it's a bunch of weird, like he said, pop uh, sugar candy. <laughs> like it's there's a lot going on in yeah. Spider-Man of the Rings. It's a little little intimidating. Um, but Bromst, his 2009 album is That's your 10 out of 10. I would recommend that album to anybody. It's so, so good. Yeah. Um, and then kind of, you know, go from there and listen to America and listen to Gliss Riffer and then come to this album and you'll hear a growth, I think, throughout those albums um, of different ways he's integrating the organic elements, different ways he's integrating the electronic elements, and then just kind of a change in the lyrics. Uh, and the lyrics in the beginning of Become a Mountain uh, were, were just talking about him getting older and then realizing or forgetting that he's still like hungry to create. Uh, he says, I forget I'm still hungry for the future. It's, it's a really, really great album. Uh, I think a perfect example of him growing up is the song, my friend, which has kind of a similar build uh, where he'll kind of repeat the same line over and over again and stack more and more on top of it and kind yeah. of maybe go up chromatically and stuff. And then usually that's when it'll like, break down into these crazy piano, you know, glissandos up and down. And he's got like four player pianos going yeah, at the same time doing a thing like his. Yeah, his brand that is, is just like yeah. a slow burn of a bunch of stuff happening. Uh -huh. And it sounds really magical and nice. Yeah. Uh, and then on my friend, it you get that build and you build and you build and then it kind of just like plateaus and it doesn't it doesn't spike or anything and it doesn't dip. It just kind of it stays where it is. Uh, and I think that really shows him uh, maturing as an artist, I think. It's because it's a really, really great song and it's just constructed in a similar but different way right. uh, than he's constructed his music throughout all times. And this one um, also has a, a sweet in it, uh, the ARP movements one through four, uh, which is named for the keyboard that he recorded it on or oh. something. Really, really beautiful stuff. Yeah. Um, so that I think is all I have <laughs> for Dan Deacon. I love uh, that. Yeah, it's it's really I'm great. I'm so happy that he released a new album. Me too. To oh my to gosh. It. It's I get to listen to it all year. Yeah. <laughs> You have a whole year to uh, listen. A whole year. As if you can only listen to an album. Yeah. For well, one no, year. like I've already added it to my album of the year playlist. Like yeah, I made yeah, an album of the year good. playlist to put this album on it. Yeah. Wow. That's really great for you. Yeah. I'm, so I'm, excited. I'm really excited. I really love it. I love um, that feeling of when one of your favorite artists like come back from a hiatus. Yeah. Like I feel like so many people just like, I mean, especially nowadays, but like whatever, <laughs> like you see people pumping out new music yeah. so quickly. Like yeah. Ariana Grande is like, she had like two albums in a mm -hmm. year or something. Like 
Well, we that's just, how you make money now, you know? Yeah. But what, what, <laughs> you just like, we put so much pressure on people to like, oh, yeah. Pump it out for us. Like, pump up the jam, pump it up. Do you yeah, know what I'm saying? That's like, the, the industry is, a, is, but like, is really toxic. I am all for, as much as I love music, I'm all for just like the artist, like chilling, taking, taking a, a break. break. Yeah. Cause like it makes that comeback so much more special. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So, absolutely. Yeah. All right. Anyway, uh, you want to take a break and come back later? Yeah. I think, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't know why. <laughs> uh yeah let's let's take a break uh i'm gonna go find my uh mystical familiar and i'm gonna that go is a oh. it's a kraken i'm my gonna f- go to the bathroom peace out okay <laughs> back uh i got some nasty suction marks on my arm i don't like my familiar very much i think i'm gonna find a new one tara what's your main dish (laughs) i didn't go to the bathroom oh weird main dish uh thanks for listening we'll be back (laughs) (laughs) okay my main dish is something that you love and now i love and we shared it okay it's a podcast called reply all hell yes okay so um you guys have been on my side like you guys have been by my side through my podcast journey because mm-hmm. I really just hopped on that train. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So I've been like a few weeks ago, I was like a bit overwhelmed about all the things that I was listening to mm-hmm. because they were all like very informational, mostly about climate change yeah. and about politics. Yeah. And it made me very sad and overwhelmed. Mm-hmm. But okay. So reply all is um a show about the internet is basically how they brand it and yeah. it's hosted by alex goldman and pj vote and what's really exciting is i can now tell their voices apart that's how much i've listened <laughs> yeah, to that's it. a that's a true skill when it really <laughs> it's like a very big milestone that you hit yeah. listening to a podcast with yep. more than one host yeah um but so it's just like it's so good yeah. i listen to it every day um usually on my way into work mostly at work and yeah. then on my way home from work so yeah. like i listen to at least three or four episodes a day wow. which is insane yeah that's <laughs> if wild if you think about it like that's so many episodes they have like over a hundred yeah um, i think they're and they've been recording now or yeah they've been recording since like 2015 or they've been putting it on uh uploading it since yeah they do they have seasons so so it'll, it'll do like 25 episodes a year I, think. I got a lot to choose from yeah so it's just like compared to the other informational ones like this is so much lighter Mm. they talk about the internet and trends in the internet and they talk about a lot about like online security and privacy and they do a segment which is my favorite segment called uh super tech support so basically somebody comes in with an unsolvable computer problem and they try to solve it. Yeah. So one of my favorite ones, I'm just like going off the cuff here now. Mm-hmm. One of my favorite ones was this girl who sold in her, one of her Apple watches on Poshmark Yeah. and she shipped it out, sent it to the person that bought it. Um, and then the person that bought it was like, Hey, my email got hacked I didn't buy this watch. So you might want to like figure out who you sent this to. Um, And the whole episode was 
Alex Goldman, the host, trying to figure yeah. out where this watch went and why this happened and like all this. I don't remember which one it is, but if you come across this, <laughs> you've good. only listened to 40 in the past okay. two weeks. Well, so. I do have, I do have, um, a few faves here, oh, yeah. which I want to talk about. Sure. So, uh, can I just, do you know, you know, the backstory behind super tech support? I don't, if you want to tell me, well, it's, I would it's love not really that. a backstory. It's just before Alex uh, and PJ had reply all, they had a show before this called uh, TLDR, which was kind of the same vibe. Too long. Don't didn't read too long. Didn't read. Yeah. I just uh, found out what that meant. Like li- less than a month ago. Nice. Um, but it's, it's the same thing. It was kind of just about the internet and stuff. Um, yeah. but they, met while they were both interning at on the media at WNYC. But before that, Alex was like an IT professional for like 10 years. Wow. So he like knows about computers. And that's why that's why he is like the lead on all these super tech support stories is because he he knows. Yeah, I heard them say the other day they were like, I love how this has just turned into Alex solves all the problems yeah. and PJ is just there. Yeah, well, <laughs> PJ's, like, I love. PJ's like early 30s and Alex is like early 40s. So they're like, they have like a whole, they have like a whole decade between them. And yeah. in that decade, Alex was literally an IT professional. Yeah. Um, it's wild. That's so funny because yeah. they were talking about uh, Bitcoin. One of the latest episodes yeah. I listened to, this woman um, bought Bitcoin like years ago once it first came out. Um, and she's like, I don't know what happened to it, but I could have like at least two hundred thousand mm-hmm. dollars. But it turns out she used it to buy drugs right. on the black market. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> um, but when he was doing it, he uh, when he was trying to solve it, he found her laptop and was like, uh, "Well, I'm like a, a tech support uh, expert or something." Mm-hmm. I was like, "Wow, he's been doing this a very long yeah. time." I thought he was just talking about like I've been doing super tech support. No. The, segment for yeah, a very long like time actually worked in like, IT for a long time since 2015 so he must know yeah. like a lot but wow he's like really yeah. like an expert yeah um so i just like yeah i just oh, i love it so much because it's funny when it has to be and it's serious when it has to be mm-hmm. and i don't know at the I, I really like one thing i like about adam conover mm. um because he we've mentioned him before he does a lot of very hard topics and stuff that makes you feel helpless but he always ends it on a really light note of like it's bad but it's not this bad and here's why the positive takeaway Um, yeah the positive takeaway and i think that they do that in a different kind of way of Mm -hmm. just like we've solved it and everything is okay now everything has like an arc that has that has a beginning and an end and not like a beginning and a (laughs) yeah and i think it's just like it's so good because it's you talked about Mother Hacker. Yeah. Um, and that is very much a fictional show, but it sounds mm-hmm. real. Mm-hmm. But this is like, it sounds like a fictional show, but, but it, it is, is real. real. Yeah. And I think that's why I really like it. It's because it's like based on true things. Mm. And these are real people that they're talking to. And it's just so good. So I'm going to talk about a little bit about the episodes that I really, really enjoyed. Yeah. They're pretty much like the heavy hitters that everybody listens to. Sure. Um, but I oh, really I like it. I just thought of one that you should listen to if you haven't. Sorry. Keep okay. going. Um, so... The ones that I was listening to before, the world's most expensive free watch, which is about um, this man who gets an ad on Instagram about a free watch. And he's usually pretty careful about like buying stuff on the Internet and he knows the sham when he sees it. So he clicks on this um, this website and he sees that it looks like pretty OK. It's like a watch company out of San Francisco. And all you have to do is pay shipping and you get this beautiful watch and it shows up two weeks later. And it's like the worst piece of garbage. <laughs> and It's like plastic and terrible. Um, so they try to figure out where this shop is located and they uncover this whole entire like secret world of like Shopify websites um, where people it's it's a huge scam that you can just like basically set up a website import it from aliexpress which is a um a basically a chinese amazon kind of thing it looks like an amazon 
store but it's got like really really cheap stuff that they can just import and it's like not even their products anyway it's amazing another episode is facebook spying on you that one's pretty self-explanatory it's very good yes um oh that lost, one's so good lost in a cab Ugh. where this woman is visiting new york she leaves her camera in a taxi and then alex and pj try to find um where it is because she got scammed got out scammed. of it but i don't want to spoil it it's very very good Ugh. um and then on the inside parts one through four which yes, is yes yes the yes, ones that yes. aj really 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 yeah, really those really were the ones to that, to. those were the first ones i listened to yeah um so <laughs> you said that you said in the beginning that it's a show about the internet yeah and like they don't really say that at all in the show yeah um so my first episodes being on the inside i was like what is this show because yeah, somebody true. asked i was like wow this show's really really great and i think um my friend nathan or, or peter recommended it to me yeah. that i should listen to reply all um and so like i listened to it and i was like what is this show about <laughs> it's like i don't know what it's about <laughs> yeah i think i sandwiched those in between like my first yeah, you know, yeah however yeah, yeah. many um but i think my favorite so far which is i think everybody's favorite which is the snap the snapchat thief mm, um mm, mm -hmm. so that's part of his super tech support uh, yeah. segment but yeah. it's about this girl whose snapchat account got hacked and it she, oh god it finds this whole entire world of people yeah. that sell og or like original usernames so like her snapchat handle was at lizard because her name was lizzie um and that's like very coveted because it's just like everybody wants something yeah, it's with a no word, spaces yeah. no underscores just a name like i think it's so cool mm -hmm. when that happens mm -hmm. like so i get it yeah um so i was really 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 interested in that one yeah um so it's like they can sell them you can sell a username for like up to two thousand dollars or something yeah. like it's crazy. Ugh, it's so good. And it's so, it's just it's just for these people to have the username. It's not like yeah. they don't do yeah, anything yeah, with yeah. it. It's just to have it. Um I think they said that so somebody stupid. from Chris Brown's team asked to um get at Chris or something oh. or at Chris Brown like the the people one of the person one of the people that he was talking to was like, "Yeah, I was talking to one of Chris Brown's representatives That's wild. or something which like Ugh. The, um but, you should listen to the end of the year 20 18, 18 episode everybody keeps did, talking about that yeah well because they do at the end of the year every year except this past year which they got flack for i saw they, yeah. they do a, a a recap or a, a revisit of of some of their most popular stories and one of the they revisit the snapchat theme. oh cool okay uh, and good. i think they talk to her and they talk to the guy that they talked to in yeah. that episode too that's just like they a follow-up basically just like and i think teens. they talk yeah like, i think they also talk to the the taxi uh woman um, it's okay. really, really good. I, I'm going to listen to that then. But yeah, they're, um, they're just teens. It's so interesting because yeah. they, they talk about the internet so much, which is like such a, I don't know, quote unquote, young person's thing. Yeah. Um, or well, no, I, sorry. I guess the internet is more of everybody's thing, but when they talk about like Snapchat and stuff yeah. like that is about very much a young person's thing Yeah. and they are very much not young people. It was really funny. He, <laughs> I think it was this episode where he was talking to like two teens that hacked yeah. Lizzie's account and they were like at the end of the interview he was like one of the teens was like yo do you want to like plug my Instagram and I was like fuck off no and yeah. then hung up it was the best thing <laughs> um so it's just like it is just so good and yeah. if you like I, I guess I don't know anything about the internet mm -hmm. it touches on a lot of different yeah, things yeah they talk about robocalls yeah they talk a lot about mostly a lot of it is like personal privacy and data and all mm -hmm. of that and like they mm -hmm. do it in a really like familiar and personal way yeah they're very very instead of relatable. just giving you information <laughs> like mm -hmm. you just kind of get lost in the way that they tell stories and one of my favorite things about them and i don't know if anybody else like really pays attention to this but they have they pay such close detail to how everything sounds so like i rarely ever hear somebody on like a tinny phone call 
audio like unless it's like absolutely necessary Mm -hmm. like i feel like they do a lot of work in that they don't have to have like shitty audio from because they do like a lot of phone interviews yeah um a lot of it's remote but like a lot of people sound really good when they're talking to them Mm -hmm. on the phone and i love that like honestly there was one episode of um jonathan van ness's podcast that i just couldn't listen to Hmm. because the whole interview was them on their phone yeah and it sounded terrible yeah and it just like i could i'm such a snob like i couldn't do it i mean i think it's so important and it's something i think that a lot of people probably take for granted because they don't really pay attention to it but like it's really important to me yeah (laughs) i really appreciate it yeah and like i said they had they they met at on the media which is like a a big news radio show like radio podcast so that they are very much like radio journalists yes, so they have they that do, kind of background and they like need they i think they have certain standards that they need to meet themselves yeah they did um i heard this more than once where they were setting up interviews with people and they kept the audio and they're like okay so we're just gonna get the levels here can you just tell me what you ate for breakfast this morning yeah so that's how they get the levels i was like oh and i'm such a nerd because i'm like that's so cool i know i can use that yeah. <laughs> like, I get levels for people yeah um so i don't know it's just very good and i'm going to probably listen to every single one yeah but i'm really just like jumping around to see mm. what interests me right yeah. now i don't know because mostly they're all gonna be very good yeah. yeah yeah um so that's that was my thing yeah i i think um a very good thing yeah uh but also you should listen to the episode um called the cathedral it's episode number 50 um it is about this family who has a one-year-old uh that gets cancer uh, and it's one of the first podcasts I listened to that made me cry. It's really, yeah, you should not listen to it at work. It's really, really sad, but really, really touching. And, and it's a really incredible story. Oh, um, yeah. So anyway, reply all is such a good podcast. Yeah. I love it so much. Alex and, and PJ are, are incredible. One thing you didn't talk about, which I'm really surprised, uh, was their segment. Yes, yes, no. I've only listened to it like once or twice. Oh, you have to listen to more Yes, Yes, No's. It's, it's so much fun. I know. I know. That was the first... You told me to listen to Reply On. I was like, uh-huh. I'll give it a try. Yeah. Because, um, you know, I'm a snob. And I don't sure. Wanna, like, well, I mean, you weren't a podcast many. person. Yeah. So the first episode I listened to was a Yes, Yes, No. And I, mm. I was listening to it on my way to work. It was the one... It was the most recent mm. one about um, Paul Zimmer and the TikTok yeah, kid yeah, that disappeared. Yeah, yeah. So... Um, I remember just truly crying on my way into mm-hmm. work because it was so funny. Yeah. The yes, yes, no episodes are, are really light yeah. uh, news wise most of the time. Um, but so basically it's, they bring their, their boss or their boss comes to them. Mm-hmm. Uh, his name is also Alex. He's Alex Bloomberg. Alex Goldman is the host of the show. Um, and so their boss will come to them with like a tweet that he just does not understand. Mm-hmm. And he's like a, a, a mid fifties guy. Um, so, you know, he's kind of outside the age of, of like Twitter and mm-hmm. understanding references and stuff because he's like running a business, like you know, the one, the one that I heard, um, <laughs> it was a tweet that was like, it was a, it was a rip off of the Nike campaign with yeah. Colin Kaepernick. That was like, what was it? Stand for everything. Even if it means the frogs are gay or something. <laughs> and it was like, yes, yes, yes. Right yeah. after, uh, yeah, yeah, Alex yeah, yeah, Jones yeah. went to the Senate. Yeah. And he's like, I don't get this. Yeah, and so so it's it's so much fun. And they call it yes, yes, no, because it's uh Alex Goldman, do you get this tweet? Yes. PJ Vote, do you get this tweet? Yes. Alex Bloomberg, do you get this tweet? No. And so it's always yes, yes, no. Yeah. Um and, and then they go and they they explain they, they break the tweet down into the references yeah. that are within it. Uh and then at the end of it they come back. Uh, and and so they're all it. yes, yes, yes. Yeah. Uh, it's really fun. There's one episode or there's two episodes, I think, where 
uh, their boss actually comes and they, and he flips it and he says, I have a tweet that I understand that I know you guys will not. Uh, and it's because the tweets are about sports. And so oh. instead of yes, yes, no, they call those sports, sports, sports. <laughs> it's, it's really, really funny. I love it. And it's really, really good. Um, so yeah, reply all, all around is an incredible show. Well produced, well edited, well made. It's, it's everything is good about it. Yeah, so. The stories are great. The storytelling is great. It's, yeah. it's also good. It's so yeah. much fun to listen to. Yeah. Highly recommend if you're if you're just getting into podcasts and for also sure. if you have been into podcasts for a while. Also, if you're um, like kind of a podcast snob like me, you're going to like Yeah, it. if you don't listen to any other podcast <laughs> besides ours, um, <laughs> sorry, um, but also <laughs> yeah, <with the> book. <laughs> listen to Reply All. Uh, it's, it's really, really incredible. Um, Only if you want to. Well, yeah, but. I don't want to force you. You have to. <laughs> just blocked, All right. blocked eyes. All I right, think so it's side dish time. It is. That was a. <laughs> <laughs> that was a good one. That's Thank a you. Clean that one. was my mouth. That was a clean one. Anybody want to do a side dish? Uh, um. Anybody in this room? AJ. <laughs> is that you? I I didn't take notes on any side dishes, but I think. <sighs> Well, no, because there was just so much stuff, okay? Unprepared. Um, no, I think my side dish is going to be... You think or you know? Oh, my God. <laughs> my side dish is going to be The Good Place. Oh. What? Is that yours? No, I'm just sad. Oh, yeah. So The Good Place was a, is an NBC series. Uh, it just ended. It was five seasons. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Five? The, four? Holy cow. I think it was five. I don't know. I think it was five seasons. Yeah. It, they're half hour long episodes. It's all on Hulu. Mm-hmm. And Netflix. I think the first two seasons are on it's, Netflix. It's between Netflix and Hulu, it's all on there. Yeah, you'll find it wherever. Um, yeah, I really recommend you watch it. It's it's just about the afterlife, basically. Um, mm-hmm. The main character starts off in the very beginning uh, as dead. And yeah. she wakes up in this room. She's just in like a, a generic waiting room on a couch. And there's a big wall across from her that just says, everything is fine. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Ted Danson, who plays Michael, pops his head out and says, oh, Eleanor, come on in. And then basically explains to her how that she is dead and she has made it to the good place. Um, and there's a lot of twists and turns. It's so much fun. Very good. I yeah. think honestly, I'm happy that it's done. Yeah. No, it ended like, in a great spot. It tied up every single, yeah. every single loose end. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, yeah. Yeah. Perfect. Real good. Real, really so great. if you need a new show and you haven't started that for some reason, yeah, you should. it's, it's hilarious. Mm-hmm. It's uh, heartfelt. Uh, it's extremely easy to watch because the episodes are so short and mm-hmm. bite-sized. Uh, and the story is really, really good. I think it started to dip a little bit for me in the beginning of this season. Uh, after the, the first couple of, episodes. Yeah, of, the end of last season, the beginning of this one, I was just like kind of waiting for it to yeah. be over. But when it was over, I was sad. Yeah. But yeah. I, I, I think I'm I'm happy that it ended here and mm-hmm. not like when I was like super into it because I would have been more heartbroken. <laughs> I think it's now just like... Oh, yeah, I think yeah. it ended in a great spot and it really tied everything together. And it had a really, really good message. Yes, it did. Um, yeah, so and don't spoil it. I'm not going to spoil good. it. Yeah, you watch it, and uh, when you get to the end of the first season, let us know because I think that is the best season finale of anything that I've ever watched. Really? <laughs> well, it was j- yes because wow, it, there was so much stuff that happened in it that I was like, oh, I wasn't expecting this at all, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, and I'm not going to say any more than that because yeah. yeah, yep, okay. So that's yeah. the good place. Watch it. Yeah, it's great. If you want, I demand it. Okay, Tara. Yeah. Side dish. Yeah. So my side dish is a song. You, you got a side dish? It's called. Huh? You got a, you got a side dish? Hello? I'm saying, do you have a side dish? But I'm saying it very quietly. You got a side dish? 
Yes. Okay. So my side dish is a song called Space Cadet by Biba Doobie. Oh, Biba Doobie. Yeah. Biba Doobie. Yeah. Biba Doobie. Wow, really? Yes. AJ, I love this song. Wow. It is so good. You know, I was about to say, I haven't heard you listening to it a lot in the car, but it's because we don't drive everywhere together anymore. Because I have my own car. Yeah. It's a thing. Wow, that's exciting that we don't listen to the same music all the time now. <laughs> I know. Um, so this song, the first time I heard it, I said, this sounds like it would be in the soundtrack to like Aquamarine mm. or the Princess Diaries mm. or any, literally any 2000s rom-com yeah or like girl like a chick flick <laughs> so like it just you know the song all i wanna do is have some fun by cheryl crow yeah you know that one where she's like and i but yeah, yeah yeah she talks and then she, like, goes into talk, the chorus this yeah. is very much that vibe of oh. just like feeling shit again <laughs> and like, <laughs> like <laughs> okay everything about it like you would think that i don't like it because it's like kind of front bottoms adjacent wow. but it's so it's so good you're it's growing so, she's growing i am that's what we call growth it's just yeah. so good and nostalgic yeah and um nostalgic she uh, nostalgic oh jean she jean. is going to be playing firefly which is very cool that's very cool um, yeah but it, this song is just like along with dayglow dayglow my sweet baby boy is gonna be playing firefly um so this song i think we could play it on the on the outro um yeah we could play it as the outro thank you um so it's uh, you'll yeah wait, wait, you'll hear it it's very good um i just can't stop listening to it mm-hmm. it is just like takes me back to when i was in like fourth grade or something i don't yeah. know like i just like i love it so you'll hear it sure very good yeah i'm gonna listen to the rest of her music because she has more than one song yeah <laughs> so i'm gonna listen to it yeah um but that's my sad dish cool so uh and that, that is the show then we're done bye sick oh no, <laughs> no um thank you so much for listening to this episode of yep. please consume responsibly media consumption show where we talk about the media that we consumed over the past week responsibly maybe, maybe. Uh, i made you clear um so <laughs> yeah that is the show thank you very much to valiant vermin for the use of our intro break, break uh and usually outro music, but not this week. Mm-hmm. Um, the song is called Chip and Dip. You can check that out in the description. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have a link to her Spotify page. Yeah. Uh, if you want to talk to us about anything that we've talked about in the show or yes. you have any media recommendations, yes. um, you can shoot us a tweet. Tweet at us. Mm-hmm. Woo-hoo, at Please Consume. <laughs> um, thank you. That wasn't good. Please Consume on Twitter. And you can reach out to us on Instagram and follow us on Instagram and like our posts and comment. Oh my God. Um, at Please Consume Responsibly. Yeah. Uh, you can send us an email, please consume responsibly at gmail.com mm-hmm. if you are a dinosaur. And yeah. then also, please make sure to rate her view us. You're a dinosaur. Nobody uses email except don't, for everyone. Don't, 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 I'm don't, kidding. don't, don't be mean to our listeners. I'm not, you demand them to listen to things. Well, because it's good and they should take our recommendations because they're perfect. Well, they, don't gaslight me right now. <laughs> um, <laughs> please rate and review us. Yes. Um, it's really important. On Apple Podcasts, leave us a comment on Podbean. Yeah. It makes us really happy when we see a little review. Mm-hmm. So I really appreciate it. Yeah. Um, and also, it's good content for me to put on Instagram because yeah. I love yeah, if you, reposting it. Yeah. If you rate and review us on Apple Podcasts, Tara will make a little story for you. Yeah. And put it on our Instagram. Um, yeah. So, so, and she won't tag you in it because she doesn't know who you are on Instagram. But, yeah, but like, feel free so you to be like, to, yo, that's me. Yeah, yeah, please. Um, you ha- So you have to follow us to see that we've posted your review. Yeah. It's a trick. It's, yes. a, it's a trick. Anyway, <laughs> that's all I think, right? Yeah, I think that's everything. Uh, so bringing us out this week is Space Cadet by Biba Doobie. Biba Doobie. Uh, we will be back in two-ish weeks. Yeah, we'll uh, see you then. I'll try not to consume as much stuff. <laughs> 
Do you? <laughs> because though? it's it's hell. It's really hell <laughs> trying to pick something. Um, you just have a backlog. Such a backlog. Yeah. Uh, all right. Thanks. Uh, see. Thanks and bye. Thanks and bye. Thanks and bye. Thanks and bye. Two. One, two, three. three four, Thanks and bye. bye. One, two. Oh. One, two, three. Thanks, Thanks and bye. bye.